We know how much you love talking about player feedback, and we do too. What's up, everybody? This is Let's Talk Customer Feedback, and I'm your host, Natalie. Thanks for listening, and thanks for telling your player insights pro friends about us. This is Season 3, so let's get right into it. The gaming industry expects another booming year in both excitement and sales. But with the launch of many new games comes the realization that the market becomes even more crowded and the bar is raised yet again in all aspects, including games complexity levels, design, story, and character features. So, can leveraging player feedback help with this? Let's find out with today's special guest. to leverage user feedback to develop the ultimate user experience. Hello and welcome to Fogata's podcast, Let's Talk Customer Feedback. Today, we have the pleasure of hosting Agatha Behan, Director of CRM and Subscription Optimization at Feature. First, let's say hi to Agatha. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing very well and thank you so much for having me over. Um, it's really a great pleasure to be here, Natalie. We're very excited to have you here. And before we dive deep into player insights, we would love to hear more about you. So who are you? Can you describe yourself in three words? Um, yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Agatha. I'm director of CRM and subscription optimization for um, an agency called Feature. Um, however, I did spend my um, latest decade in gaming, uh, in the gaming industry, in various uh, CRM and growth roles. Um, and I pretty much have a passion for identifying creative and effective ways to improve user retention. Um, outside work, I split my time equally between my friends and my pets. Um, and likely the most common three words I've ever heard about me would be like, get things done. Um, which, yeah. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. With your career, I can see that working very well. <laughs> yeah. And since you already told us that you've been working a lot lately, well, now at the agency, no, but before in the gaming industry, um, can you tell us what is your favorite video game of all time? Ooh, uh, sure. Um, I, my also, um, I think it's worth pointing out that my gaming behavior kind of evolved throughout time, mostly dictated by my free time. Um, and right now, I am an absolute avid Words with Friends player. Um, <laughs> however, um, in the past years, I played many of the games I've worked on um, and I oh, really wow. enjoyed them um, like Battlefield, Plants vs. Zombies, um, maybe I was not too good at FIFA, CSR um, <laughs> Racing, Clumsy Ninja, um, RuneScape really I've, I've pretty much got into all of them but if I would have to pick up my first love I think it does remain Unreal Tournament 2004. Um, I used to play unhealthy amounts of time. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's awesome to hear that you also play all the games or in the companies that yeah. you work for. So that's really fun to hear. And for the last question, um, we would love to know if you had a time machine, would you travel to the future or the past and to when? Oof, <laughs> that is a tough <laughs> question. Um, I would 
definitely try them both. Um, but if I only get one shot, I think likely in the past and not even too far away, to be honest, I would say maybe in the London of the 80s. Um, I really find that one quite like that time quite um, fascinating. It was, I, I find the 80s to be quite iconic. Um and London was really at the center of it all. Like it's you true. had rebellions, you had social change, you have a second decade of game um, of the game industry, um, which really tricked some of the people that games will never pick up. Um, so yeah, would pretty much love to be part of that. Uh, That's a awesome answer. <laughs> That's an awesome answer. It's really fun to get to know um, the people we interview before we start with the more serious questions. So thank you so much for sharing that. And now, before we dive deep into today's subject, let's listen to a short story from our Tales of the Feedback Crypt. Acclaim decided that in order to promote their new game, Shadowman 2, they would pay people to put mini billboards promoting the game on the gravestones of their loved ones. Another great idea by Acclaim. Naturally, the Church of England was not going to have any of this. Mind you, they were already hotly debating if plastic flowers should be allowed on graves. Acclaim responded by saying, it's a dark, gory type of game. Nah. And we thought it was appropriate to raise advertisement to a new level. Was it in bad taste and a bad idea altogether? Well, you be the judge of that. Thank you for joining me and see you next week. And with that story in mind, we can't wait to hear what Agatha has to say today. So let's start. So again, we discussed it a bit um, and we did saw that you have a lot of experience in the game industry, working at places like EA, Natural Motion and Jagex. Can you tell us about your experience at these companies and can you introduce us also to your role now at Feature? Oh yeah, of course, my pleasure. Um, I, I began my career actually in the marketing department um, BMW. Um, I really gained a lot of knowledge about cars, um, been to plenty of car test driving. Um, I've learned a lot about consumer behavior, how to respond to customer feedback were really key parts of my role. Um, but later I was offered the opportunity to join um, and lead the marketing operations at Electronic Arts Romania. Um, and that was my first experience in the gaming industry, which I really, really loved. Um, then I transitioned to a full-time CRM, like a CRM focused role, um, where I, I, I really learned from a game team, like a great game team, how to develop CRM strategies. Uh, centered on the player's journey. Um, if you don't mind me, I will call out a few of the people I worked with. Of uh, course, Sam, please do. Sharon, Brenda, Siri, Sabina, Charlie, I am forever grateful um, for all your guidance. Um, and yeah, after that, I um, I held leadership roles at Zynga and Jagex, um, where I led the CRM uh, department and work very close with product and live operations teams, the product and live operations teams, um, pretty much to create strategies that increase player retention, always focus on my, uh, the focus of my, uh, of my day, uh, through email push notifications and in-up, um, in-up game messaging. Uh, sorry, I'm a little bit nervous, um, everyone, but getting that on <laughs> you track. You sound perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and yeah, uh, currently I have been working at Feature for almost six months, um, helping the CRM team continue their success 
uh, while identifying new areas of growth. I really enjoyed this second phase of my career. Um, and coming from the second, oh, sorry, coming from the client side is actually quite exciting to see the features team's dedication um, into looking for new opportunities uh, to grow for our clients. Um, and the team's pride in their work, honestly, is contagious. Um, and it's a pleasure to be part of it. Well, it sounds like such an exciting career. And also, um, you worked at amazing gaming companies that we are very fond of. And um, it's amazing because you really were like kind of like at the core of really understanding what players want to retain them, as you mentioned. So I think we're going to get great insights from you today. <laughs> Thank you. So again, you have been a CRM specialist and manager for so many years. Um, so we thought you would be the perfect a person to tell us and our audience, what does a CRM manager exactly do? And why is it such an important role in the gaming industry? Ooh, um, <laughs> tough one. Um, I think the role of a CRM manager is particularly important in the gaming industry because um, the competition for players' attention and money is fierce. Um, and retaining players, it really is crucial for long-term monetization. Um, so a strong CRM strategy can really make the difference um, for a game. Um, and by using data-driven insights um, to create personalized communication and campaigns, I would say a CRM, managers can, a CRM manager can improve engagement and retention, ultimately driving revenue for the company. Um, and additionally, as the gaming industry is constantly evolving, um, I believe the CRM managers really need to stay updated with the latest trends and technologies just to make sure that the company and their strategy is right on the track, especially that the gaming um, it, the gaming, in, the games, sorry, in general, have a quite complex um, build up in terms of tech. Um, and you really want to make sure that there is a close collaboration um, to get the right data. That's so interesting because we always try to learn a lot more. And, and I know that in every company, a CRM or every position kind of like changes a bit. So it's always interesting uh, what does exactly CRM does and why is it so important in the industry? And um, can you tell us a bit of how does player feedback influence your day-to-day -day job as a CRM, CRM manager? So before, obviously, influenced in the past, or maybe now also, how does customer feedback influence your job at Feature? Sure. Um... I'm as as the as the podcast and um the the subject is around gaming. I don't mind uh, focusing my answer around that, uh, especially that the past ten years I worked a lot with players' feedback, and they were um it was an important part of my role. Um, and I did rely a lot on player feedback to gather valuable insights into their needs um, and preferences. Um, and then I think with those needs and preferences in mind, CRM managers uh, usually um, identify trends and opportunities for improvement. So um, the data that is collected is not only important for product development, which a lot of product feedback, sorry, a lot of the player feedback is definitely going um, into product development, but also for creating customer engagement and support strategies. So, for example, CRM managers can, can use feedback to design hyper-personalized campaigns and loyalty mm -hmm. programs um, that 
cater to specific needs of the players. And I'll say in short, player feedback is really playing a vital role in um, shaping the CRM retention strategies um, that we develop to drive revenue for any company, um, in, including its feature. Yeah, that's so interesting. And talking about this, um, what is the type of data that you search for when doing player or user research? What are the metrics you look at to optimize the performance? You ask a lot of great questions. <laughs> um, I, I would say to create a CRM strategy, you have to use a set, like a combination of um, qualitative and Qual and quant data. Sorry, English not being my first language. I always struggle with these two words. I completely um, understand that. In, in, I would say including like these these sets of and combinations of data include demographic data, behavioral data, attitudinal data, um, and monetization data. Um, and to answer your second part um, of question to, to measure the effectiveness of the CRM strategies, you must track a variety of performance indicators such as retention rate, lifetime value, player satisfaction score, and engagement rate. These would be only a few that I used to work with in the past, and um, we currently use a lot in our campaigns today. Um, and I would say these metrics can be positively impacted by personalized um, engagement strategies. Um, which is why CRM managers rely heavily um, on data and user research to inform their decisions to optimize their strategies. Right. That sounds very on point. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and can you share with us some effective CRM strategies that add value to the customer experience and drive revenue? Um, yes. So I've been thinking a little bit like throughout time um, in general about this question. Um, and I think I will give you a rather uh, counterintuitive answer. So bear with me here um, because it, it might not seem obvious at first, but a crucial strategy for the gaming industry is to really create a robust MarTech stack that covers a wide range of communication channels. Um, and unfortunately, many game companies neglect this aspect, resulting in quite disconnected marketing channels from the game data. Um, this leads to inefficiency, a lack of automation, and in general, I'd say, and from my experience, an inability to effectively engage with players at different stages of their game experience. Um, and honestly, Natalie, you will be surprised how many game executives just rely on reactivation campaigns or right. winback strategies um, to, to reactivate their users, but their opt-in rates are either very, very low, or they don't capture marketing permission at all. So I would say my recommendation is to audit your game's marketing tech stack, understand which channels you can use and where is your opportunity gap, um, what type of data is connected to your CRM tool, um, and really build a growth strategy from there. Um, and once you cover the foundation, I would say, and as you get going, some strategies that you can consider experimenting and i always say this a lot like experiment test experiment test like there is no one size fits all could include life cycle marketing um funnel uh win back so you could have people 
who needs to be a part of an onboarding funnel or some other players who are actually more advanced. So that's why pers personalization is key to the success of any CRM strategy right. um, or feature education campaigns. Um, and in general, I do recommend a close collaboration with live ops and product for um, testing and experimentation. Well, that's such a great tip. And I, I think that our audience will really, really love this. And I think that I completely agree with you. First of all, with the last part, you said that it's like the communications between teams we've seen, and it can happen a lot in companies that there is really not a good communication between teams. And it may happen that you see that there is a very clear disconnection between what you're seeing from each team, from live ops, product and marketing. So I totally agree with you with that. Thank and you. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you also, if you can share with us, what are the top three user insights that bring your team the biggest impact? Um, to, to continue a little bit on um, the idea that I've, I've mentioned earlier, I think as a CRM manager is really crucial to maintain strong connections with teams such as product, community, customer support, um, and research to stay informed about the day-to-day -day reality of your game, your player needs, but also your business needs. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say this will really allow a CRM manager to effectively utilize user insights such as customer behavior, like for example, how often a user interacts with the game um, and which features they use the most. Um, purchase history could be another good um, user insight. For, for example, like how many days after installation a user right. make a purchase, what that purchase could be. Um, and cohort analysis is again, a really important user insight. Um, for example, who is at risk of churning? Like I did see some successful strategies in the past with not necessarily um, complex um, analysis behind, but rather even, even frequency use um, that would really help a game team um, to reduce the risk of churn. So um, I think focusing on some of these user insights would help a CRM manager make an impact in driving revenue um, for a game. Yeah, definitely. And now that you're also talking about these metrics and you did mention this a bit before, but can you tell us a bit more specifically, how do you intertwine player insights, qualitative and quantitative data? Ooh, um, <laughs> great question. Um, in my opinion is also one of the most controversial topics in the game studio. Um, <laughs> bear with me, but both qual and quant data are vital um, and finding the right balance between the two before making a significant decision is not always straightforward. Um, um, you, for games with a large um, online community, you may find that qualitative data is more important in determining the next steps. But even then, even if qual data is the, um, the, the biggest driver um, helping you take a decision, I still believe it's essential to ensure that any pattern you hear in the feedback aligns with the numbers, with the quant data. So um, yeah, that's why I, I really believe that tools like Afogata, which can compile large sets of player feedback and turn them into actionable insights, 
could be a valuable asset for a game team. Um, but yeah, I don't think there is one single answer into how to intertwine the data as it depends a lot on, on your game, on the size of your community and a lot of other factors. But I always, always encourage for balance. I agree completely. And I'm so happy you mentioned that also because, well, I think in the last few years, there has been a change in this aspect. But before a few years ago, uh, I think that a lot of, um, especially like data analysts or, or um, important stakeholders like this in a company, usually only look at the quantitative data. And it makes sense. You want to understand the data in numbers, but sometimes um, not looking at the play, the player feedback and the qualitative data, you may be losing a lot from that if you don't, you're not seeing or you're not analyzing. So I'm very happy yeah. you mentioned that as well. Yeah. And in your opinion, what is the best way to retain players? Ooh, um, <laughs> again, not the type of uh, one size fits all answer, but I think we've so like we saw time and time again, that through content, content is the most powerful. Um, wow. Thing that um, a game or in general any product I would say um, can offer in order to to create value for money right. for um, users but creating game content is by far one of the most expensive things a game has to do um, so as easy as it was to answer um, that I believe there is more than one way to retain players um, and the more you can do is my opinion that the higher your chances to retain players over competition. Um, and some other suggestions could be regularly releasing small updates that ultimately contribute to a larger deployment, uh, building and fostering a strong community um, of, of players, uh, repurposing existing content through um, innovative live operations, I think is another thing. Like we see live ops really growing more and more. Um, and the beauty of live ops is that it really allows you to reuse um, a big part of the content you already have. And um, last but not least, or least, okay, uh, <laughs> creating highly personalized campaigns using the right CRM channels at the right time for ongoing retention improvements. I, I really believe that um, CRM managers could be a strong asset for any game studio. I agree. And with that amazing answer, we are arriving to the last question of the podcast and maybe one of the hardest ones. Um, so if there would be a dream insight you could get from your users, what would it be? Ooh, one dream insight. <laughs> uh, it's a tough one. You're right. Um, you have... I think I will keep my CRM hat on, <laughs> on my hand, to be honest. But if I could have like one dream inside, I would love to know how different groups of players prefer to receive communications from an app. Um, it would be so helpful um, to understand like which channels were, work best for which players and um, how to tailor your communication to make sure that everyone feels heard and understood and definitely not spammed. I agree with that. And wow, Agatha, I really enjoyed all of your answers. And I want to thank you so much you. for taking the time to participate today in, in today's podcast. It was really, really interesting to learn more about your role as a director of CRM and how user feedback can be used to improve retention and user experience. Thank you very much for having me. It was uh, pretty fun. Thank you. And I hope you have a great day. <laughs> Thank you so much. See you next time.
And that's it for today. Let's Talk Customer Feedback is a podcast made for player insights professionals, player feedback enthusiasts, gaming industry experts, and anything in between. The podcast is created by Afogata, the AI-driven player feedback analytics platform that cuts through the noise and brings you the player insights that move the needle. In each episode, we have a special guest from the industry, including Afogata's own customers that share their knowledge on what player feedback and the voice of the customer means for them and the companies they work at. Follow Let's Talk Customer Feedback on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you'd like to know more about Afogata and what it does, go to afogata.com and get more info on our social media, searching for Afogata on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time. Don't keep your players waiting.